All right, it's the Keith to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win again. They beat the Seattle Mariners 5-3 to on Thursday night at the stadium, their third win in a row. They are now 6-1 and since the trade deadline. They are now 13-6 and since the All-Star break. They are now 18-8 and over their last 26 games, the best record in baseball, and the Yankees continue to do what they need to do to not only get to the postseason, but keep their chances alive at the division title and they have done exactly that they've played 700 baseball now over their last 10 games a seven and three record dating back to the ugly sunday loss in boston a couple weeks ago and on thursday night it was sort of much of the same for what we've seen from this yankees team outside of the two laughers against the orioles earlier this week on tuesday and wednesday in the sense that they couldn't score the offense struggled they're leaving everyone on especially leadoff doubles just couldn't break through and then eventually in a tie game chad green gives up a go-ahead home run uh, in the top of the seventh inning but the Yankees answer back in the bottom of the seventh inning a huge rally uh, after DJ LeMahieu struck out to start the inning Anthony Rizzo flew out so with two outs and no one on Aaron Judge singled to left field in a six-pitch at-bat Giancarlo Stanton singled to right field in a six-pitch at-bat and then Joey Gallo on a 1-0 pitch high fly ball down the line Hanager on the track at the wall see ya Joey Gallo's signature Yankee moment a three-run home run his first blast is a Yankee and it gives them a 5-3 lead that was the exact type of home run I thought Joey Gallo would be hitting at Yankee Stadium when the Yankees traded for him and now they get that for the rest of this season and all of next season and we'll see what happens beyond that uh, but a great moment hit it a mile high in the air it felt like it was never going to come down it finally did it wasn't sure is it going to be fair or foul is it going to be just short of the wall is it going to land in the first few rows thankfully it landed in the first few rows of the short porch and right field and it's crazy to think that the new york yankees who play 81 of their games at their own stadium where right field is fucking 314 feet and they don't have a left-handed hitter until over 100 games into the season. I think he's been having really tough quality at bats. Um, you know, is and has had a couple hits, handful of walks, um, a lot of deep counts, a lot of really competitive at bats. Tonight he got some results. Um, but no, I think I think it's kind of in line with what I've seen all week. Frankly, tonight he he got some results and put one in the seats. And thankfully, they got Rizzo and Gallo because Rizzo single-handedly helped them sweep the Marlins. Without him, they lose to the Marlins. Gallo last night gets them to win against the Mariners. So these two new additions having an immediate impact, immediate impact. And then the other addition, Andrew Heaney, he's been, he was awful in his one start and he'll start again somehow. That's how little starting pitching depth the Yankees have right now that they're going to let Andrew Heaney start again. But in that moment, you go back to the call again. On the track, at the wall, see ya! Could Michael Kay just let the moment be the moment? We don't need your idiotic call over it. Yankee signature moment. What What are you talking about? Just like when they always play the fantasy becomes reality uh, line from him on Derek Jeter's walk-off hit in his last home game at Yankee Stadium, or you know the David Cohn moments when he's like, David Cohn has... He's done this. He's done this. He's never pitched a perfect game like he's Vin Scully and for love of the game. Like we know David Cohn never pitched a perfect game in that moment. We know. Michael K just ruins every big moment. He does. He has to talk over the moment 
he has to be extra boisterous over the moment. Just let the moment be the moment. But thankfully, Joey Gallo's the Yankee. Thankfully, we're going to get a lot more of those, or at least hopefully we get a lot more of those over the next two months and all through next season. And uh, that's what I thought he would do when he became a Yankee, was just hit these towering fly balls that barely get over. I mean, sure, certainly he's going to get a hold of some that go 500 feet, blast them to the actual right field bleachers, tech sections 203, 204, put them in the bullpen, put them off the center field restaurant, things like that. But those home runs there, those are important because all he has to do is get it off the end of the bat and it's going to go out. Yeah, I was pretty pumped. Uh, you know, I just, like I said, since I've been here, I just want to help the team win any way that I can. And uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to stay fair. That was the kind of thing I was a little uh, questioning. But, uh, you know, it's a nice Yankee Stadium home run, so I'll take it. So the Yankees win the first game here to keep pace on their 96-win pace, which I have them at. They needed to win three out of four, essentially, this weekend against Seattle. So now that's down to two out of three. They need to go 5-2 and two against the Mariners and the Royals here in these seven games. They're now 1-0, and oh, so now they have to go 4-2. and two. Very reasonable. As I said on Thursday's podcast, the Mariners are going to throw three left-handed starters at the Yankees. That's exactly what you want. Because Gallo can hit lefties, Rizzo can hit lefties. We know the Yankees lineup can't hit right-handed pitching. So to give them lefties all weekend long, fine by me, Seattle. That's exactly what you want to see, is seven right-handers in the lineup, or I guess six because they have to play Odor because their shell is not available. So six righties, three lefties, good balance. And that's really what this is about, good balance. This team hasn't had balance. They didn't have it all this season until the trade deadline. They didn't have it last season. They barely had any balance at all in 2019, even though they were a much better team. I mean, who were their left-handed hitters then? Didi and, and Gardner and Hicks at times? That's not great. And certainly not Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo great. So the Yankees win five to three need to continue this trend need to keep playing 700 baseball it's hard to do play 700 baseball very hard to do i mean over the course of 162 games 700 baseball is 113 wins that's one win shy of the 1998 yankees but we don't need them to do it over the course of the season we just needed them to do it since the all-star break and we need them to do it because they pissed away april and may and june and july and they put themselves in this spot where they can't lose there's no margin for error anymore have to win every series have to do more than that. Can't win two out of three. Won't get to where you need to be. And Boston lost again on Thursday. So now the Yankees are just three games behind the Red Sox for the first wild card in the lost column. They're just one game back of the A's for the second wild card spot in the lost column. And they're five games back in the lost column to the Rays, which is going to be hard to catch. It really is. Even if the Yankees were to go on this run that I think they could at 37 and 17 the rest of the way and win 96 games, the Rays schedule is so easy. For the Rays to get to 96 wins, they just have to play eight games over 500. The Yankees have to play 20. And the Rays have a really, really easy schedule. Still 10 games for them against Baltimore. That's as easy as it gets. It was another start on Thursday night for Jonathan Davis, who the Yankees claimed off waivers from the Blue Jays. And Greg Allen was sent down as a result of both the Yankees claiming Davis and then Allen's time running out as what they're calling a replacement player during a COVID season where you don't have to get through waivers if you get sent down. So the Yankees just trying to create depth. They put Allen back in the minors, doesn't have to go through waivers, and they claim Jonathan Davis, who would have to go through waivers. Now, Jonathan Davis isn't any good. And maybe if Greg Allen were to play every day, we'd see the same thing from Greg Allen. But he doesn't play every day. And the time he did play, he earned a spot on this team. He earned a spot, certainly over Jonathan Davis, certainly over Brett Gardner. Same with Estevan Florial. Came up, was great 
and they rewarded the kid by sending him down. It's just a bad message to send. And I understand you're trying to create outfield depth in the event that you have another COVID outbreak or injuries come up because they've had so many injuries. I mean, Hicks is out for the season. Judge had COVID at one point. Stanton was, of course, hurt at one point. Um, LaCastro tore his ACL. So their outfield depth isn't what it once was a couple months ago. It's just awful to see that Allen get sent down. When the Yankees went on their 4-1 and run after the All-Star break right away, it was because of Greg Allen and Estefan Florial. Those two guys sparked the Yankees to four wins in five games. Jonathan Davis isn't any good. Are you going to play him every day? Are you going to start him every time they're facing left-handed pitching? Are you going to base it off the fact that he hits lefties better than Greg Allen does, who's a switch hitter based on the smallest of sample sizes? Doesn't make any sense. And you hear Aaron Boone talk about Jonathan Davis. You think they'd picked up a former All-Star off waivers. First and foremost, what a what a good pro he's been in the room, but also he's performed and helped us win games. Um, kind of a unique situation of the opportunity to, to get a guy like Jonathan Davis. Um, you know, obviously one trade deadline now, so no, no more trade deadline after this, no waiver trade deadline at the end of August. So the opportunity to create depth, especially in any season, but especially what we're going through in 2021, you know, you probably can't have enough, enough depth moving forward. And because Greg replaced, um, came up in a COVID situation, we don't have to expose him to waiver, send him back. So we don't lose Greg Allen, um, you know, and, and I can very much see him being back with us at some point, uh, you know, especially considering how he's performed for us. So now the Yankees Mariners again on Friday night, it'll be Wandy Peralta opening the game. Wandy Peralta, he has not pitched for the Yankees since July 8th because the all-star break right after then, then he was on the COVID list. He hasn't been good as a Yankee, not at all, and he's going to open on Friday night, which means you think about the fact that Luizaga pitched on Wednesday. On Thursday, they used Green, Britton, and Chapman. They've used all the elite relievers the last two games. Aaron Boone's going to do everything he can to not use those guys on Friday night. Even if he needed them, he would not use them because he has no sense of urgency. It's fucking crazy. They've played 108 games. There's 54 games left. They need to win every single game or do everything they can to win every single game. I know there was always the mantra under Joe Torre that sometimes you have to lose the battle to win the war. Well, the Yankees can't lose any more battles. They've lost all the battles for four months. They can't do that anymore. So it's going to be a bullpen game on Friday night. Then on Saturday, you're going to see Andrew Heaney who on Monday against the Orioles lasted four innings and gave up four home runs. And then on Sunday, you're back to Luis Hill, who was awesome in his major league debut, earned another start. He's not getting one like Andrew Heaney just because he's an arm who has major league innings under his belt. He's getting it because he went out there and fucking shut the Orioles down for six innings. So Yankees Mariners, three more games to go this weekend. Lump those games into the three games with the Royals and you need a four and two record at least here. That'll do it for today. Yankees Mariners on Friday night at the stadium. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.